What's up, everybody? Hey, now. What's up, good people? Thank you so much for being so patient in the chat. As always. Yes. As always, so y'all hold us down. Y'all hold us down. We appreciate y'all so much. Y'all know I had meal break last week, huh? <laughs> Katie, you took a you took a week off. You ain't slick. I I I had to take a a, a me time. You know, sometimes it get like that. But mm-hmm. hey, I'm back this week, and I am ready for it. But I missed you guys last week. Yes, and we missed you too, didn't we? Everybody was like, "Where is Katie?" Oh, well, I felt the love. I really did. And I do appreciate each and every one of you. And it's nice to know that you miss when you're not where you're supposed to be. But for the record, I think I miss y'all more than you missed me. I'm telling you, I, I was like, what in the heck? But I didn't get into late. So being busy, you know, that just kept me away from the show. But like I said, I'm back tonight. So I hope everybody is having a great week, despite each, you know, we've been having some sad things happen, girl. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's always um, those positive things that um, help us get through these Mm -hmm. times that we have. So, you know, it's been a lot going on, but it gets greater later. That's what my mom always says. It gets greater later. That's right. That's right. And I'm just going to take us into a little affirmation from here because we are ready for a great show tonight. So we're going to go on and get it started. Y'all see we're sporting our Uncensored Mind t-shirts. Of course, mine was a DIY and it's cold as heck. So I had to DIY with something up under it tonight. But nonetheless, I am in my Uncensored Mind attire. So if y'all haven't got yours, get it. It's Christmas time. Get it for family and friends. Yes. So get it, get it. I got on the S Gang one. S Gang, what's up? Y'all in the building? Right. You know, it's the erotic zone tonight. So I gotta make sure all the S Gang is is front and center and ready to go. Y'all know what that means. So I know y'all ladies are getting ready for that. So before we do that, um, I just want to go into just just um I don't know if you're going to call this an affirmation or what tonight, but it's what I have on my heart. And what I'm going to begin with is a set of names. And I ask for your patience as I do this. Just follow my lead and you'll see why. Madison Mogan, 21. Kaylee Guncalves, 21. Zaina Cronodal, 20. Ethan Chapin, 20. It goes on. Christopher Darnell Jones, 22. Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis, Deshaun Perry, all college age. Anderson Lee Aldrich, 22 year old. And five others dead right there in a nightclub and this all happened within one week people but the irony of it is it happened at the hands of everyone under the age of 24. 
that tells me that we need to look at our generation. Because, yeah, we're not safe anywhere. You can be in your home. You're not safe anywhere. But look at the generation of the ones who are doing this, the ones who are dying. And let's ask ourselves, are we paying attention to our generation? Because there's subliminal things out there that get our use to the point that a life means nothing to them. So I'm asking you parents, pay attention to what's really influencing your child, because this is the generation I'm speaking of. And it gets more and more less caring. It's something behind that. Now, my personal opinion, let's look at what they're taking in on a daily basis, such as games. Because this thing just started, like I said, this is a generation of kids that was once three and four, five, six, seven, eight. It's a pattern somewhere. And that pattern begins with this generation. So let's take hands of our kids and pay attention to what they're doing. Get nosy and pay attention to what's getting their influence more than what they should be getting, with, which is our generational influence. What happened to the days of just duking it out? What happened to the days of really caring about a life? So I ask you, get into your grandkids' life, get into your teenagers' life, because these 20-year-olds was once five, six, seven, and eight-year-olds. With that, let's have a great night tonight. Wow. Thank you, Katie. That was great. And it's so important, like, for people to really, 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 like, dig into what their the younger either whether it's siblings whether it's children grandchildren whatever. nieces nephews neighbors children mm -hmm. whatever it takes a village you know to exactly. um, really pay attention and, and get involved in what's going on in these kids life i mean you know that um you know they kid me all the time about having this wall up but um you know in this day and time it's not about the wall, but you better get behind that wall and pray to whoever you pray for. I'm not, now don't get on here saying that I'm trying to persuade you to do something. No, I'm not. But what I'm telling you is what I be doing. Okay, mm -hmm. these down here praying because that's all we got today, Ish. That's yeah. all we got with the world like we have. That's all we got today. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You just never know. You just never know. So you got to lean into that faith. You got to, you know, pull out the the strength mm -hmm. that you learned as a child, the Bible, the Lord, or whatever. And let's start passing it on to the generation mm -hmm. here so mm -hmm. that we can try to put a stop to this because this is a pattern. But mm -hmm. with that being said, you know, let's just get on here tonight because we do have Thanksgiving coming up. And, you know, we still have things to be thankful for. So let's get on here and get ready to be thankful for all that good food y'all going to be eating on Thursday. <laughs> yes, I need I a can't plate, wait. somebody. Yes, I, I need can. a plate. We're going to airmail you a plate, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
Welcome. Mr. Nell, hey, what's going man. on? Y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Um, damn, Katie, that was a powerful affirmation. It, it, it makes you think. Um, the violence that's in and around us, um, it's getting younger and younger and younger. The victims, mm -hmm. also the perpetrators. Um, right. Take Katie's message um, to heart because we all have an equal part in planning that, not just being onlookers, but, you know, being inspirations to these young peoples, being mentors, speaking up and speaking out. Don't just sit back and just shake your head when you see these things happening. You know, take a stance. Maybe you can impact and sway someone's life from going down an evil path and helping them to see how important and enriched they are um, not only to us, but also to themselves. Yeah, exactly. So, as y'all can see, right. we, the, the whole crew is here. We're going to add one more to the bunch um, shortly, but it's great to see um, the beautiful, the incomparable, the crazy KD back amongst <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. Last Sunday, you know, we had a little, we had, we had some. <laughs> So Y'all did great. She she's resurrected from the dead, <laughs> and she's here with us this evening. Yes. And as we talk about death, you know, so as Katie, so you know, hauntingly put it, right? We have so much death in and around us, um, so much um, killing from our young people. Um, we have a story that we think new that has come out. Um, um, that information, what we're talking about is Shaquella Robin. When you hear that name, what, 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 what thoughts come to mind for you? Mm. Right? And I got a little something that kind of wrote in, in retrospect to that to kind of help you understand what direction you know, we are going in. And it's entitled, Be Careful of the Company You Keep. Shaquilla Robinson, like any young person nowadays, went on a vacation with her friends to Cabo. But less than 24 hours after arriving, Miss Robinson was dead. The group she was the group she was with blamed her sudden passing on alcohol poisoning. And they actually returned home, leaving her body in Mexico, where an autopsy report indicates she died from a broken neck and ruptured spinal cord. The death certificate did not signal a sign of death due to intoxication, which was contrary to the statements given to Shaquilla's parent in the, by the members of that group that vacationed with their daughter. As y'all now have seen, there are videos showing Shaquilla being violently assaulted by another female at a luxurious villa um, the group was staying at. Quella, as she was called out, can you at least fight back? At least something? Amel's voice says off camera as a naked Shaquilla is flung on the floor while being plummeted. The clip is short, but its impact is lasting. Shaquilla was attacked nobody helped her. It's hard to wrap one's mind around these circumstances, right? 
How could this happen? One, Shaquella was a thriving 25-year-old businesswoman from North Carolina who thought she was with allies on what she's supposed to be a fun vacation, not her death. What is certain is the friends she thought she were with were not indeed her friends, right? Let me help y'all to understand a few things. Growing up in a black household, children are often we hear the warnings of everybody is not your friend. And that utterance hit like a fist in the wake of this, in the wake of this um, case. Your friends should be like your family. But very often so-called friends can turn into snakes, backstabbers who scheme, gossip, lie, and might even kill you if you're not careful. You believe that your friends will always have your best interest at heart, but no one would think that death would be a part of this trip. And apparently in the case of Shaquella, there also was literally, they also literally broke her neck. Where's the compassion, I ask, of these friends that Shaquella was traveling with? Where was the respect for her life? They felt her, they felt her miserably. So as we sit back and, we, and, we just, and we're discussing this topic tonight, where do we stand on this? What, what's your thoughts? I'm gonna let you go I'm, first. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. Like, I'm disgusted. I am. I mean, because you think about how many times you've gone on, you know, group trips with, you know, one or two girlfriends that may have been your close-knit friends and then there are others outside of you know the normal people that you would hang out with but you still you know participate in going away and to think that you know Shaquilla thought that at least her best friend the friend that she was um the most close with there the one she was um you know best friends with for five years she thought that at least at the very least that that one person you know may have had her back throughout whatever may come throughout the trip um and to think that she went there excited you know to experience another um you know another place you know to have fun to eat to drink to experience the sights to then be kind of lured there um, for their own benefit. Um, it is so disheartening. Um, and I feel for her and her family, um, you know, the, the family that has to, you know, deal with the outcome of this investigation and, and what is to, to come from all of this. this I, 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 I'm baffled. I'm baffled. I mean, it just goes right along in those names that I called out. And of course, I didn't add her name because I knew she would be one of our top subjects tonight. But again, look at the generation. It means nothing to them to do something like that. And as I said, yeah, I have my wall up. And with things like this, I would keep that wall up because you don't have friends like that. You don't know people like you think you know them. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, as a parent, I can't imagine getting a phone call about my child from her friends who I, you know, trusted her to go with saying first, you know, she died of, um, said she was sick of alcohol poisoning. Well, mother probably knows her child and I'm quite sure she could feel something wasn't right. But then when they called back and said food poisoning, well, then she knew, you know, something wasn't right. I mean, it's horrible that anybody would have to go through it. But as I said again, we got to look at the bigger picture surrounding all of these killings. They thought nothing of killing her. It sounds like it may have been planned. I can't say it was, but of course, that's the way it looked to everyone. Again, mindset, these killers are right here among us and we don't even know it. I mean, it's it's sad. My heart go out to them all. And um, Shaquayla's mom, I mean, all other moms. But my heart go out to them. I, I have no words for what to say. Because as a parent, that's unimaginable. Absolutely. Um, just to piggyback off of those, off of that same very thing, the Mexican the Mexican authorities um, have confirmed that they are now investigating Ms. Robinson's death as a possible femicide, um, and that a femicide is um, a murder or a homicide against women, a woman, um, which is common over in these countries. So we got to be vigilant when we going on out out of the country and going to these other countries. You know how that's a real thing. But you wouldn't expect the people, the very people that you've gotten on the airplane with, sat next to for two, three, four, five, however many hours it was planning this trip and getting there to that destination and checking in to be the very ones that kill you. Mm. There, the, the Mexican authorities are also working um, alongside the FBI and the State Department to um, piece all the details together um, to see exactly um how how this even happened and who will be charged um, it seems like we've, we've been doing this every show and that's extending our condolences to the parents the loved ones the family and friends of a victim of a senseless crime this right here is a true testament of how we have to get our homes in order. As Katie said during her affirmation, the victims are getting younger and the assailants are getting even younger. We're losing our future rapidly. How do we combat that? What do you think needs to be done in situations like this to where there's some sort of come together instead of we're taking each other out. I mean, you know, it's, it's a number of things that we can sit and say, you know, would do the trick, you know, would be just that that thing that would just bring everyone um, in peace and harm, bring everyone together in peace and harmony. But the reality of it is there is always going to be certain individuals who have um, destruction and detriment in their mind. And no matter what we may do collectively, 
um, and it may help combat it some, but you know, I think it's going to forever just be um, individuals who who are sought on just doing horrible, horrible things. And it's up to us to protect our family and ourselves as much as humanly possible and move in the right direction in order to, um, you know, keep everyone safe that is as close to us that we can, you know. T, Mr. Self says something that's very important that we need to address. We need to highlight. Because far too often do we highlight individuals nowadays to cancel them when they do something, they go against our grain, not even against the grain, our grain, whatever that may be. But this young man who has been banished from Nike, the NBA, and even his team, and even individuals who are of like, right? This young man stood up and contributed $75,000 of his own money to a GoFundMe to help with the Robinson family to help bury their daughter. This man was this man was caught out on a number of different platforms from here to, to, to Wazoo saying he was anti-Semitic, he was hateful, harmful, idiotic, heartless, tasteless, but his situations like this that shows the true mark of a real person in the face of adversity and how you stand up and how you deliver when it needs to be. We can talk all day long about a video. We can talk all day long about views. But when it comes to situations like this, it shows the true mark and character of a person. So Mr. Kyrie Irving, thank you. For me, and us here at Uncensored Minds, we're saying thank you for standing up and doing when others did not, when you seen how senseless this young lady was snatched from her family's grasp. They were taking, she, that, that young girl was taken so harshly away from the people that loved her because of hate. The hate that they think that you possessed is the hate that is in and around these people that took that young lady from her family and friends that really love her. So again, we applaud you for helping that family out. And that's what truly matters, right? Those are the things that matter. Those are the things that is attention getting, that should get attention, but never goes mentioned. It's published at the back of the newspaper in small print. We could talk all day long about this, um, about this topic. And all it addresses and what it should do, it should be an eye-opening experience or eye-opening situation to where you're looking and saying, what way am I putting myself in danger? Who am I around that is potentially putting me in danger? The company that I keep, how is, is, that, a, is that positively benefiting me or is that negatively taken away from me? Everybody that we so-called want to always throw a friend tag on, are they really our friends? The peoples that we lead into our circles, are they really meant to be there to support us or help us or add value to us? Or are they draining us and potentially killing us? 
Sad. But you know, it Sad. even goes further than, you know, even if you keep your circle tight, because I keep my circle tight, trust me, my circle is tight. But then, you know, you do have to get among people in the work world. And you're going to have to be close to them. But you don't have to let them inside your world. Mm -hmm. So you never know who you're working alone beside because even those people even your own family nowadays can be right there in the home with you and planning your demise the whole time because people are hateful now like you say i mean they are very hateful and they think nothing of taking someone who's so-called supposed to be their loved one or whatever or if it's friends you know envy whatever you know just it's sickening. It really is sickening. Mm -hmm. And I suggest y'all get a wall like KD. They they talk about <laughs> me with my wall. They they talk about me with my wall. But I suggest y'all better get y'all a wall. <laughs> I don't know about going as far as putting a wall up. It's just about paying attention. Right. It's about doing your due diligence and paying attention. Yeah, you can put a wall up and you can fence yourself off from reality. And it's in a lot of cases, we can we can put we can put ourselves so far deep behind proverbial objects, and we can and we can miss cues and clues as well, and detach ourselves from what the real world is trying to show us, expose us to, that will safeguard. Right? It's all about it's all about doing your due diligence. It's all about filling out and understanding your surroundings. It's all about protecting your your peace your happiness, your presence. And what I mean by that is we talked about this on several shows before, needing to post everything. You're, you're giving individuals a, a, a front a front seat view in your world when they didn't pay for admission. You're giving it to them free, giving them the authority to give a comment or give, the, give their opinion on something that they have no business even being a part of. We tell everybody our business, but then we get upset when people come and 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 ask us about it or entertain it or whatever. So if you want to safeguard your peace, or if you want peace, you got to start with your own safeguard. You got to be your own security of defense, and that takes maturity. That takes an understanding, but more importantly, it takes love for yourself. We can, we can spend all day on this, but we got to move right on to the next disheartening piece of information that we've been talking about so far, so many times. And it's the, it's the three gentlemen, the three University of Virginia football players who was killed over bullying. This happened earlier this week um, where as a student or a disgruntled student went to a football practice game and decided to start shooting. And in the midst of him shooting, he killed three people and injured, what was it, two or two more? Two more. Mm -hmm. um, one of the one of the injured, along with his mother, spoke out about that tragic event that happened. Um, he survived. Um, and luckily, he was not paralyzed from 
from his injuries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But again, here's another example of why we need to gain control. Mm -hmm. And you know, Neil, um, I must say that that young man, I was speaking of generation, but the very young man you're speaking of, the one that was shot in the back, he actually had gotten away and he wanted to go back. He said he felt that he had to do something. So we still have some, you know, good youth in the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that come, come from, because we do have some great um, in, inspiration in the world for them. But that shows that he was a hero himself, that he went back and took that chance. The other guy that was running with him told him, you know, come on, run, run. He said, no, man, I got to do something. He said he was going to go and knock on the bus because apparently a lot of the players were asleep on the bus and he wanted to do something. Um, unfortunately, as he stepped up on the bus, you know, he was met with the gun. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, big ups to that young man for his bravery and thank God that he did survive without paralysis being shot in the back. Mm -hmm. And the gentleman, and the uh, well, I, I say gentleman for lack of better words, but the young man who you know did this heinous act. Um, there were so many signs that it seems that was leading up to this. You know, he had a prior conviction for a weapon. You know, he purchased um, guns and then had been denied several times for other handguns. Um, and his behavior was a little sporadic and he wasn't even supposed to be on the bus initially. Like he wasn't a part of the class who took the field trip, but he was in another class that the professor had taught. And she was so excited for this opportunity for the students to, um, you know, she received funding to, to, to carry all of these students to see, um, I believe it was the till play, if I'm not mistaken, and for, um, dinner and just the whole transportation and everything was included is that she invited other students outside of her class um, to attend and partake and, uh, you know, be a part of this amazing field trip. And he wasn't even intentionally, uh, I mean, he wasn't even supposed to be on, um, you know, a part of this, but was afforded the opportunity and his behavior was just odd. They said the entire day, like some witness accounts. Um, and it's just weird. You just never know, you know, even if you come from a place of peace and a place of, um, you know, happiness and, and, and friendliness and, and warmth, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to be receptive to that or even, you know, return that. And, and he sure didn't that day. Mm. Okay. Now, I thought that the young man was in the garage waiting for them, actually. So he was actually on the trip with them, walking around with them the whole day. Yeah, he was a part of the trip. Wow. He actually sat in the back of the bus. And one of the witness accounts wow. states that, you know, he was kind of set off from everyone else and kind of sat in the back of the bus quiet while everyone kind of, you know, just, inter you know, mingled with everyone and talked. And, and this person, this witness, um, she stated, you know, she went to the back of the bus and she kind of, you know, talked to him and, you know, just wanted him not to feel um, left out in any way. So she kind of offered some kind words and some warns. She said it was a great group um, and the trip was, you know, amazing. But, you know, he just behaved a little weird 
um, the right. entire the entire trip, just kind of standoffish. Wow. Yeah. yeah, whole time he had not made those plans. Mm. That is scary, and like I said, that's why I say you know it don't have to be people that you necessarily know and call friends. You know, it can just be people that you are indirectly around. You know, like they the students were all indirectly around him mm -hmm. because he was a part of a group just like if you're at work or if you're at school you just happen to be a part of a group i mean um and you just never know like you say what somebody is planning against you and that's the world unfortunately that we live in if somebody's always planning and like like you say you got to pay attention now I they call me paranoid. I don't care, cause yeah, I I be looking at everybody sideways. I mean, I I don't trust people easily, and the more I hear, the less I trust people. Now you know, of course, you know I got my family. You know, you guys that I you know that I do trust, but like outsiders, I hey, I'm gonna speak, but I I have to keep it moving. I have to keep it moving because you never know. Absolutely. Now, did you read anywhere where there was any like history of bullying? I know that this, that was the statement that he made that he, you know, you, you guys bully me too much or something, but did you read anywhere about any history of bullying or that actually being a fact? No, I just, I just read that, you know, he was a football player on, you know, on on the campus website in 2018, but he never played in any, in any games. So it yeah, almost he was a bench a bencher, wasn't he? Yeah, it almost just felt like he was just scorned mm -hmm. for for a, for a missed opportunity. And mm -hmm. guys, and, and we all know, you know, young people they talk, they laugh, they joke, they make jokes, or whatever the case may be. So yeah. where he may felt bullied could have just been you know, banter, back and forth banter, just whatever of these guys, or he may, or it may have been a sign of jealousy. And he just wanted to yeah. his revenge out on any and everyone who was in his way. And right. what, I didn't make it, so y'all not gonna make it. Huh. And some people have thoughts like that. Yeah. We gotta keep these three names on the tip of our tongue. Speak them loud, mm -hmm. the light needs to shine because they were pivotal they were pivotal um pillars in our in our communities and that's devin chandler lavelle davis jr and deshaun perry they lost their life um from this incident and and as much as we want to wrap our heads around why and what happened we got three lost souls, three lost souls that are no longer with us and three sets of families who have to grieve the loss of their loved ones when we send our kids to school to learn educations and possibly even a future could have been you know could have been a, a thing where they made it to the nfl or to play on some professional ball but they don't come home this thursday to sit with their families for thanksgiving and or christmas or any holiday of that matter exactly. that's the scary part that's the disheartening part that we got to remember mm -hmm. I, three families not five families but six because that that young guy who shot and killed those guys has a family that loves him will lose him mm -hmm. for the rest of the 
So we got to think about things when we do things and we do certain things and we we got to realize that we're not only just acting on our own impulse, but everybody who is going to affect it and feel that from that action that one person decided to go and do. Mm -hmm. Any and you know, um, reading about the, the, the young man, um, Neil, they say, I would lean more so that maybe he had some envious about them. And a lot of times that is the case. Like I said, you know, you have people around you that envy you for absolutely no reason because each one of them, and I know that of course, pictures can be painted, but each one of them um, seem to be very well liked by all of their peers. You know, they um, even the faculty spoke highly of all three of them you know um said they were very well like give off smiles you know and that's not to say that they weren't bullying the young man but it just don't sound like they would be the type to really doing the bullying so let's think of this because i've been in i've been in i've been in locker rooms i play football on a number of different levels i even even tried out for my college i didn't make it big school and got injured but there's a thing called hazing Hazing to some is common practice in sports, but then it also was considered bullying as bullying as well, and that could have taken place, and that could have pushed them over the edge. And that now, what what is hazing? <sighs> hazing can be a number of different things. It's like the new incoming class, freshman class, even rookies, and you know, on a grand scale. It could be a number of different things, especially in college. You can be um, beat, beat up, um, put through rigorous tests, you know, on the NFL level. So it's a type of initiation? Initiation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's frowned upon, and it's actually illegal now. Mm -hmm. That's illegal now because of the practices that go into what they got, what they're doing during these hazing things. People who have lost their lives, got seriously hurt. Right. Yeah, so mm. it's a big, big deal. And that could have led to even more, you know, issues. And he could have felt like he was being picked on a bullet. But you never know. Mm -hmm. That's true. And we're seeing that a lot more and more in schools and, and all of that, where if if a child is feeling that they're, they're being bullied or, you know, they're... Um, being set aside you know you're seeing them coming back with guns they're you know s resorting to violence in order to to not to feel inferior um and it's sad because like Nell said not all the time are the practices meant to be of detriment you know what i mean it's, it's kids right. being kids it's jokes being told you know what i mean it's goofing yeah. off and being silly but you know, you never know how it's being digested by another individual that and so what true. their reaction is going to be. And um, a lot lately has been resorting to, you know, violence and mass shootings and things of that nature. So, right again, like I said, it's that generation. I guess it's the thing that they do now. And like Neil say, you know, sometimes it gets out of hand because you know. The first set of names that I called those those young ladies 
there are, um, I think it was um, Colorado, they were all young ladies. They were asleep when their attacker came in and stabbed them in their sleep. So, you know, with them being of that age, 21, 21, 20, and 20, they were in a fraternity. You never know what happened. Right. And they, but they did say that they could tell that it was a crime of anger. So, whatever y'all doing, hazing, tasing, whatever, Lord, y'all stop. One thing I don't want to, one thing, I, let's not let, let this get lost in translation or even categorize a generation. Because um, that's unfair. You know, we can't blame it. Well, we right, but when you look at the ages, that's what I'm looking at now. I, I, as of this week, that's what I'm speaking of. I'm not speaking of as a whole, but I'm looking at as of this week. That's a generation within that age group of what's happening. That's why I say that. And then, you know, the hazing, you know, that stuff that take place, I guess, in colleges and stuff, which is all in the same generation. So it's not like I'm just putting it off on them, but right now, the proof is in the pudding. But what but what, what I'm trying to say is, and, and and you make a great point, but what I'm trying to say is it's a trickle-down effect from all, all of us all because the younger generation, it, without guidance, mm -hmm. runs amok, and that's anything. Anything without proper guidance or anything with proper education has to figure it out. They're, they're left to figure it out. They're left to, they're left to explore their emotions on their own, and they don't know how to escape these things. They don't know how to seek help. They don't know where to turn to. So it's up, right. to, up to us as a collective, right? It's up to us as a village. We, we At one point we were a village and it took a village to raise a child and took a village to to, to, to bring up this, this sky and raise them up in the air, right? What happened mm -hmm. to that? Because the village was filled with OGs. The village was filled with with, with um, older people who was able to mentor and, and guide and be, be a sounding board, but also steer you away from that trouble and help you to understand that if you go that route you're going to end up like me 20 years in jail coming home and not even understanding what life is now and being so far off away that like so we got to stop with the I, I get it and this is not a tech we got to stop with the blaming or always throwing stuff at the feet of of, of, a, of, a, of another generation and we got to we got to stand up as all generations because it affects us all because that younger generation is taken away from older generations that's going to take away from another generation. So every generation felt, feels that hurt. So when we come together and we, 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 we cut those gaps, we take those gaps away from that, those generations, and we start to fill those in with love, we get different results. It almost feels like we throw these young people away because we don't understand them. How did y'all feel when y'all were younger and, and the older generation didn't understand us? They didn't understand the music that we liked. They didn't understand the way we dressed. They didn't understand the way we carried ourselves. But at some point we then became, we overtook that generation and now we look back and we don't understand that generation. Why? Because we don't choose to see it. We don't choose to want to understand it. But it affects us on so many different levels. So instead of castrating, let's work together to, 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 to bring these generations together so we're not fearful of going outside our homes and they're not fearful of us or terrorizing us 
or whatever it is that they're doing, or we're turning a blind eye to their feelings and their emotions and giving them also resources to where they can thrive when they need help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any last words on this? Okay. What up, T? What's up, What's up? The prophet is in. Well, my last mm -hmm. words on it is pay attention to what they're doing. Because like I said, they were once preteens. And I think it began before they get to this age. Man, listen. <laughs> I want to reiterate that this is not the, the Kato cast. This is not the Pacify You cast. <laughs> and I just want to say that um, a lot of these youngins are um, like spoiled and like they soft. They just they just play no soft. So all of this all of this stuff that they call bullying now is stuff that we just did for fun every fucking day outside <laughs> with our friends, mm -hmm. and it wasn't that serious that you had to go kill somebody because they was talking about you. Like, mm -hmm. and a lot of this comes from. Um, People, you know, you want to get your kids in in a in a safer neighborhood or in better schools and this and that nature, but you forget that some of those times creates character, and it makes you strong, and it makes you be able to stand on who you are. So now, when you put them, you know, in these other safe places, they don't know how to react. Like they don't they don't they don't know how to act. Right. Somebody's calls them ugly online or whatever like that. Like, like you can't just turn your phone off. Like it's like DefCon three if somebody calls you ugly on Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. Right. You, you great point, Katie. I think you. And this is I know you. I know you felt this from us, or at least from me and T on several occasions when you say something about our hood. Right. You may say, oh, I don't want to go to Philly. I don't want to do this. I would never come there. I would never do that. I never will live there. And the reason why we glorify, we don't glorify it, but the way the way that we put value in it is because it gave value to us. Right. I'm not it's, ashamed of it. It's like, it's not to glorify it, but and, I'm not ashamed of it. And it made me, you know, who I am. And the reason mm -hmm. why, we, and, we, and our exteriors are so hard, hardened, is because of these environments that we weren't coddled. We were made to, 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 to experience and feel those things. So when it comes to being soft, we're not going to do that. Right. But right. when you take those, you take the beatings out of out of parents' hands and make them do these this soft parenting and this emotional parenting, these kids don't know what the it feel like to be they had a ass whooped for something they should be as whooped for because right. society says if you do that that's abuse right well right. damn it, i was but my damn life because i was I, I fucked up. it made me a responsible man out here in this world Thanks. that don't that ain't got no record that ain't got to worry about looking over his shoulder worrying about if the law gonna come and do, do something to me or or vice versa a person so the very things that that built us as adults that we are now is the very thing that they tell us we can't do to our children. Mm -hmm. It worked on us. Why can't? Why are we stopping now? So exactly. yes, we can blame the the young people, this generation, but the blame starts at the top because y'all say you beat your child, you're abusing them. 
Right. You're not. You're, you're talking to them crazy. Oh, you're, you're disrespecting them. Oh shit! Don't do that to them. They don't deserve that. They're just kids. Yeah. Nah, we were just kids at one time too. But our little asses got beat, and we understood the, the repercussions of our actions. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and it'd be like you got to talk to these kids with uh, kid gloves. I'm not doing none of that shit. I cut my kids <laughs> out and all that shit. I'm not doing that. Everything, not doing everything has become so emotional. Like you got to be emotional. You got to be emotional with people. Like at some point, being real was it. Right. Like that. Mm-hmm. That strong shit. Like. Oh, you gotta talk to me nice for me to understand. No, no, no. Like sometimes you gotta get down and dirty, but so they can understand exactly where you're coming from. Because that too nice shit only gets you fucked over. Think people like T said, whoop down masses. That's what you gotta do. You got to. I mean, work with me. It's crazy. That's why I said we can't. We gotta blame us because we're the ones making these rules up now. Oh, don't think, don't beat these kids. They're abusing. Oh, don't be tough on them. Don't talk to them like that. Be soft. Fuck that soft. Cause soft (laughs) is gonna wind up getting that child ran over, like Mm -hmm. Robinson, Mm -hmm. or the three victims at the University of Virginia. Well, being tough is gonna get you protected by continuing to be vigilant. And being aware of your surroundings and realizing, mm-hmm. you know what, and trust everybody, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Right now, oh, we gone. I, I can't start no shit tonight, brother. Like uh, I, I had three coaches. I'm gonna start some shit later. Look, I'm gonna start some shit later, but <laughs> oh, oh, shit. for the most part, I'm being a prophet tonight, but. I did want you, you know, to, to shout out the young lady who was doing big things out here. What's happening? Oh yeah, we most definitely yeah. gotta do that. When, one story when when we when we cast shadows upon the a masses, at some point the sun gotta shine. Let's let's add light to to, to this young lady, um, who hails from Philadelphia, <laughs> North Philly, that is, right. And why this is a big deal, why this even matters is. She is the first black African-American woman to own a Chick-fil-A franchise. Right. Yes. Yes, what's up? The Philadelphia, New Jersey, Delaware area. Now you may say, no, I seen somebody else, black first black guest. Congratulations. We talking about here in this region here. This young lady rose from the trenches, the doldrums, the, the, the rose that rose to the concrete, put herself through school, got her master's degree, and now she is an owner of a Chick-fil-A franchise here in her, in her own city, employing up to 120 people, putting calm in it and back into her neighborhood. That's not something to sneeze at, and we gotta we gotta make sure that we shed light on that. I wanna um, hold on now. I wanna say that you know, a lot of you ladies said that y'all would love to take the big check over a weekend with your man and all of these kinds of things, and y'all love to go on these little 
girls trips and sit and stare at the beach for no apparent reason or whatever however y'all want to qualify it but if you get together with a couple of your friends or even by yourself you can go buy an establishment that will feed you on and on and on Mm-hmm. If that's something that you care about, like if you care about mm-hmm. getting that big bag and that big check and all of these things, start using your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you but, know, but then, to the place you want to be. There's mm-hmm. also the prime example of creating a creating your own lane, right. not waiting for no one to do for you. Mm-hmm. Not waiting for that. Mr. Prince Charming to come ride up on a white horse and scoop you off your feet and take you a, and whisk you away in the sunset. This is you creating your own legacy. And being able to sit back having to work because now you've allowed yourself to, you allow your resources to work for you. You're employing other individuals to to, to be able to live that same dream at some point in their life by giving them a job you're taking an at-risk young person off the streets who may have had to turn to prostitution may have had to turn to drugs may have had to turn to only fans to sell their body for opportunity to feed their self and their families you've put commerce in their pocket the legal way so they can t- keep their back their honesty and their freedom these are the type of things that get highlighted here at Uncensored Minds, mm-hmm. always get shouted out because this is a beautiful thing. This is where empowerment meets opportunity, where it meets strength, where it meets woman. And we applaud this young lady for going out there and making her own. Yeah, I agree. Yes, congratulations. Such an inspiration, man. Yeah, um, and, and you y'all, know, area, uh, make sure y'all stop up City Line Avenue, um, and right up there where the Fridays, the big target is, um, right up there, mine is Monument and City Line Avenue, City Avenue, it's not City Line Avenue, anymore, but City Avenue and Monument Road. Go out there and check out the Chick fil A, it's the only one, well, it's one of two, I should say, one of two in the Philadelphia area. It's a big accomplishment because we only had one Chick fil A here in Philadelphia, now we have two. That one there in West Philly and the other one being in South Philly. But this one here is owned by us, people. So go out there and check out her supporter. They open Monday through Saturday. Stop in there. Even if you just stop in there saying, yo, congratulations. It goes a long way. Trust me. Trust me. And what, what's her name again now? Set the bottom of the screen, Katie. Bottom of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can't see y'all. Y'all know I cannot see. I'm not going to but But what I do want to say, um, you know, we we that are not in Philly, you know, what I like about it is she's an inspiration because you never know what young person is looking at her or what young boss is on the way up looking at her, even what older person is looking at her and getting the idea. OK, if she did that. I can do this because it's like T and they'll say, you know, it's time to get your own bag. Because if you wait for somebody to give you a bag, baby, that's not going to happen. So find a way, you know, there's many ways that, you know, to invest. Just find your niche. But big shouts, big shouts to her. 
I mean, I'm, I am very inspired by her. Yes, for just sure. Look at the, look at the, just look at that, what that does, right? You got a young lady, a young woman. She's young. She's mm -hmm. not more than in her late 20s, early 30s. Mm -hmm. Hiring other young women to right. say, damn. I can own a Chick-fil-A. I can own a I can own a franchise of this magnitude. My, mm -hmm. I can do it because I know she, I see her do it. That's mm -hmm. inspiring. I ain't gotta go out here and trick. I ain't gotta go out here and sell myself. I don't gotta go out here and rely on a man. I don't gotta rely on nobody. I can get it, I can do me. I got inspirations mm -hmm. for that. So this generation is moving in in, in a grandiose way and showing us generations before them that they got it too they they, they can mm -hmm. run with the baton too we just got to encourage them and support them so they can then be inspirations for a very long time for individual re, um generations that come after them that's how we support mm -hmm. that no i just want to say congratulations i need to reiterate this to the ladies it's not as pricey as you think it is and that same amount of money that the three or four of you ladies spent on that girl's trip <laughs> could pay for a Chick-fil-A. So or, yeah. <laughs> or that BBL or the or the, or the, or or your teddy's done, go okay. get you a Chick-fil-A, <laughs> and now you can afford 10 or 15 BBLs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know I cannot smart. say that I disagree with you guys. Uh -huh. <laughs> I cannot say I disagree. Smart moves. Our next topic is something that Katie loves. <laughs> I mean, like, this, this, this is Katie's topic. So Thank I, I'm going to sit in the cut. <laughs> I'm going to sit in the cut and let Katie do her spill. So, Katie, could you tell the people what's going on in this story? No, no, cut out because he, he just doesn't want any part. <laughs> fuck this shit. Let me roll now. Well, could you tell the people what's going on in this story with this lady and her husband and these three kids and all of this, this and this and that? What's what's happening? What's what's the story here? So, I don't know the full story, but what I see, and I can only go by what my eyes see. Oh, they man. have been married. Well, wait a I'm minute. Wait a minute. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did she propose this topic to us when she doesn't know the full story? Wait a minute. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Go ahead, Katie. I am nowhere near finished. Well, go ahead. As I said, because I don't want anyone to quote me on saying anything. But the story goes like um, they this this young lady and um her husband of nine months she found out that he had three children that he hid from her now she chose to um, leave him and it was a post that was posted on another social media page and you know the comments went wild about what would you do because she left him and they won't know if she was right or wrong me as an outsider looking in, I said right away, I said, oh, baby, it's deuces for me, too. Because in my eyes, in my eyes, he hid three children from her. Why would you hide children from your fiance, number one? But then your wife, even after you're married, and see, she even said, had he been honest with her and told her that he had the children, that she could have forgiven him. 
And I, I'm, I'm with her on that too. Tell me the truth. Why would you hide your children from your fiance? Now, somebody said, and I'm not calling any names yet, said that it's not their business. Okay. <laughs> so how can that not be your fiance, your wife's business that you got three whole human beings that is going to eventually or could eventually one day come into your life and no, you did not expect on the screen though no. no bring your ass back on the screen look katie can you tell the people the rest of your uh what is it hypotenuse of <laughs> that yes and where i said i said okay and i will say it i what i said was if he hid something of that magnitude from her my first thought would be okay if you hear that then you're lying by omission anyway and a big lie not even a small you hiding that hell you could be hiding another whole woman or one day you will in my eyes now that's what i would see those weren't your exact words katie your exact words were since he lied about this there's no way in hell he's going to be faithful those were your exact words i want to make sure we make all of this shit clear those were your exact words. Well, as I said, wouldn't you think that? I mean, most women would think that. If 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 he lied about something like that, yeah, he gonna lie about something else. Um, do y'all do y'all want to go before before I play devil's advocate and blow, and blow this shit? <laughs> well, blow this right up. You gonna blow it right up? Yeah, well, what the, I I think I said um you know, that I would definitely, like, after hearing it first, I would be like, oh, hell no, and this, that, and the third, but then I would, like, take a minute, I would remember the vows that I stated, I would want to kind of know where, where the breakdown of communication um, came in, why is it that he kept this from me, um, and why wasn't it important enough to share um, what was the underlying situation into which he felt he could not share. Um, we would really have to like peel back some of the layers in regards to this and, you know, was it something that maybe I gave off that would make him feel like he couldn't share with me? Um, did he feel like I wouldn't want to be with him or marry him because of it? Like, it, I, I feel like it would have to be a specific reason um, why that this was kept from me. Not that it was right that it was kept from me, but I would want to get to the bottom of what it is and, you know, maybe go to counseling, maybe just work through this situation and see, um, you know, how or if this marriage could be um, reconciled. You done, Ish? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put a fork in this shit real quick, real, real simple and real quick. And I hate to have to go this route, but y'all piss me off with the hypocritical, contradictory shit. Now, once upon a time, there was women who got pregnant at 13 or so, and then they had a baby, and then the mother or the sister or whoever started taking care of the baby and now this baby becomes your niece or just a part of the family and you don't acknowledge this person 
to the people you meet in the future as that's my daughter, right? So now you have a whole new fucking husband and you didn't tell him that you had a kid. And then when this comes out years later at a Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, whatever, the guy never wants to come across and says, yo, you never told me that was your fucking kid, so I'm fucking leaving you. No, we don't do that because if we love you, we love you. And that's just a conversation. You didn't tell him because that was none of his fucking business. You was 13. You didn't know him at the time. That's all I'm saying. I don't think a woman would keep her child a secret. Oh, cut it out, Katie. Has that never oh, happened? It is going to be. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that has yeah. happened. That, that, that has happened. But again, <laughs> again, I stick by mine. The woman was right because he had three children. Yeah, not one. He had three children that he hid from her. And yeah, she probably do love him. Um, she had to love him to marry him. But the question is, did he love her? I can't. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I don't love you. I can't. I think. I think. I think. And, if anything, and he probably he had... loved her in a way, yeah. but he didn't love her enough to tell her the truth. Why it would is. you have three children? I can't get past that. Who are we to determine that? That's what I'm trying to say. Who are we to determine that? Like, well, I mean, I would be determining that if I was in that situation. You're right. We are not ones to determine that. But again, I ain't been trying to peel back no counseling on that or nothing like that because, I mean, yeah, you're going to want to know how in the hell did something like this happen. Because you don't want to get to the bottom. But the thing of it is, he lied unless he didn't know about them himself. Okay, they, there, there can always be, you know, existential circumstances. Say he had these kids with her 15 years ago and she tried to kill him and he's departed the whole situation out of his fucking brain and he's moved on with his life. So now I'm not going to come to you all the time and be like, yo, you know what? In my past life, I had a girl who tried to kill me and we had three kids together. It's like I moved on with my life. And it's my, it's my choice if I want to share that with you or not. You don't determine what I'd have to and what I'm going to share with you. I determine that. <laughs> you don't. So you are saying that you don't have anything to do with the kids. So therefore, you're not telling her that you have the kids. No, I, what I'm saying is you don't get to tell me what is determined that I have to tell you. It's my business. If I choose to tell you, that's what I choose to tell you. You don't get to and you are And you are absolutely right. And if I choose to stay with you or leave you, then that is my determinant right. Right. So as quick as you're to say, well, he didn't. He must didn't love her. Maybe she must didn't fucking love him if she's quick to be like, I'm out. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, have- she probably had to just stop hurting. I mean, see... You you never know what you're gonna do until you're in those situations anyway. But I, I have a question. I, I I'm not mad with you for doing it. I'm I, not. I have a question. Why is the overall resounding message to just always leave? Why is that the first thing to do instead of figuring it out and making it work? Why 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 do you want to leave something that you said you wanted to be in? The moment you said I do under these pre, under these um for better or for worse is and you know this that and the third you, you gave your you gave your 
I do to God. Like you did that, you performed that in front of God. So you walking away from something that you gave like understanding to. I'm that's why I don't be understanding how is it so quick to just walk away from something that can be fixed. But see, she and, and and her she's probably thinking like this. Everything was a lie. KD. Even the marriage was a lie. <laughs> so when that, you, that, 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 you didn't buy your dress, you didn't walk right. down the aisle, you didn't stand right. in front of a congregation, in front of people and say, I do, that whole ceremony was a lie. Mm -hmm. But it was a lie because he omitted the he omitted that he had children. That's yeah, if he in. knew now. If he knew. And now, see, I can understand what you just said. If it was a situation where he's not even having anything to do with the kids himself. Okay, I can see that. And then it slipped out from a family member. Like, okay, he's got kids. That's That situation right there, I could probably talk things out. But if you know you have those kids, you have a relationship with those kids, I need to know about those kids. Hey, hey, Katie, Katie, look, check this out, right? I know people right now that that's their son, and they're going to still continue to call him nephew for until the end of fucking time, and nobody else is going to know that secret. And you mm. know why nobody else is going to know that secret? Because none of their fucking business. Mm. That's why. It's that little family secret. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I know it be little family secret. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are little family secrets. That's the those hell are not big <laughs> Oh, those are. <laughs> I know they. They and and oh. look, I am not excusing that. I'm. I'm not saying they're right. I am not saying that that's right. I. I don't agree with that even because everybody has a right to know who they are, where they're from, and all of that. And no one wants to feel like they are being um that they are not wanted. I mean, imagine how those kids gonna feel. He tried to hide them. How do they know? I'm quite sure that the family secrets leak. So my question, so just my, my next question is, and I'm just trying to understand because I just want to understand. Um, women, right? Y'all safeguard y'all children from the man that y'all currently dating until y'all feel comfortable with sharing your children with him, right? But if he was, what if he didn't think that this was going to go this far or get married or she's, she has a history of being topsy-turvy or not knowing what she wants to do. Could he have been safeguarding his children from that experience, bringing them around different women and it didn't work or he thought it was going to work. And, and now that he's married to this woman, now they're there, they are asked one. Now I can bring my children into this situation. Because nine maybe the, months later, what if the mother? months what if, later, what if the mother is toxic and the mother? He is had made up his mind when he decided to marry her that this is the woman he wants to spend his life with. Wouldn't that be a so great time because, to bring it together? He didn't, he didn't okay, say, "I need you to take care of these kids." Exactly. But this so is the thing he said. Nine, you, that? <laughs> you said you, you make a point of nine months later, right? that mm -hmm. he could have did this in nine months, but you married this man. You are his right. wife. You walked away from him. You could have, how did he know that you weren't going to do that months ago and he had to safeguard his children from him? Right. Oh, please. 
Okay. <laughs> These rose-colored glasses are fucking amazing. Where do I get a pair? What does he have to say to God? The stepmother leaving them? Again, she even pair. said if Jesus. she knew about them, Katie, that it they would not be that. Katie, y'all always fucking say that bullshit-ass lie. Just tell me the truth. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to get mad. Fucking bullshit. You tell me the truth. That's all I ask. As soon as somebody tell you the truth, then you fucking lose your shit. Just <laughs> tell me the truth. But, but, all right. So, so if you if you would be okay with him telling you that, why are you not okay with him telling you that? That's what I don't understand. That's what that's what I'm trying to get. Comp that's why I'm trying to get this concept of. You say this. You should have just told me from the beginning. I would have been okay mm -hmm. with it. I'm telling you, and you're not okay with it. Cause you left. You're telling me yeah. after, what? after we done went through probably um a six to one year engagement, Katie. and then nine months of marriage. Why, why even bother to tell me at that point? Katie, you don't control my but, timetable. You don't control my timetable. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And again. To each his own. Not every man is like that, thank God. But then there are some that are like that and feel okay. like that. <laughs> and then, depending on who they married to or who they got, you're right. They can't control what you tell them, what you decide to share with them or not. But then it's on them whether or not they can say that and accept that. Or was she upset some that she can or something? Or, or because she had a left because she now doesn't feel like, oh, I can give him his first baby. And now I'm scoring. You have a point. It could be part of that. She's probably is that selfishness though. At that point, when you look at it like that, is that being selfish or is that legitimate? I'm gonna leave this nigga because I can't give him. I can't be the first one to give him. Oh, that's selfishness. Well, if that would be her sole purpose, that would be selfish. But there is no way in the hell we turn this around to be this woman's fault. That's his fault. Ain't no way. This can be blamed on her because she made no, the decision. No, 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 no. Let's not, no, no, no. That's that's what happens every week. We're not yeah. blaming nobody. Blaming talking. We're not blaming <laughs> on her. Him. We're just asking the question. You're defending something. You're jumping out the window for somebody you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the it, no. We are talking about the situation. We're, no, we're we are talking about the situation. We're trying to we're trying to converse. So Katie, I never, I never blamed her. All I said was, "You don't fucking control my timetable." That's all I said. And now that it's out in the open, now that it's out in the open, why can't a discussion be had or a conversation be had or healing and begin from that, that point forward? And that then see, we we don't know what may have taken place before right. then. Maybe you know they were having some problems even before that. So when this came along, because they've been having problems already, it just kind of was the nail that, you know, that it's, was needed to kind of push them away. It's, it's just screaming bullshit to me. Um, Katie, shout out to your nephew, son. That's all I'm going to say. Shout, shout, <laughs> shout out to your nephew, son. Shout out to Barry, <laughs> son, Kevin. That's really <laughs> his nephew. Uh, shout out to Aunt Sister. <laughs> Yeah, like, did. seriously. Anna Jackson Reba. That happened a lot <laughs> back in the day. More mm -hmm. than, yeah. It's, it, it safeguarded the, the child because they didn't want the backlash of the family 
looking like mm-hmm. they was fast. Come on. We see that all the time. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I just was asking. What I want to I'm I'm a, I'm gonna tell if I had a kid, I'm gonna tell my I'm gonna tell if that's not the kid mother. Oh yeah, I got a kid. Okay, that's what it is. If she leaves, she leaves. She wasn't the right one for me. And she's that's stuck. right. So, that's right. Everything ain't always gotta go jump out the window like a fire. Mm-hmm. It could be fixed, it could be cool, everything could be good. Everything don't mean it ain't meant to kill you. It ain't meant to to break you up to the point where this person didn't tell me this or this person said this and it was whatever. It ain't it ain't meant to like oh I, you didn't love me because you ain't tell me yeah I love you. That's what I'm saying. The equations that come out of this should be fucking amazing to me, <laughs> nigga. You you hid a secret from me, so that means you're unfaithful. What? <laughs> how how do these two equate? Those two do not. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Oh yeah, it it, it equates. <laughs> you yeah. lie about yeah, it, it equates in in my mind something like that would well, equate crazy, because baby. if you lied about that, what else would you you're lie about? Crazy, Katie. That's why you're crazy. <laughs> call it what you want. You call it crazy. I call it cautious. If you lie about that, you then you gonna lie about something else. Yeah, like like you got questions like this. People, and this is coming from a woman. Carmel says, "How do you know they didn't get married shortly after meeting?" And he just didn't want to bring his kids into that as of yet. Mm-hmm. And then once he and, went, and that's telling me that you didn't trust me with your kids anyway. So how do you love me if you don't trust me? Me, me, me loving you and trusting you don't got nothing to do with me bringing my kids around you when I oh. first fucking meet you. All right. I would okay, love the well. shit out of you, and I'm still gonna protect my kids. Those especially, yeah, and especially if it's drama on the other side of it like you know there's a the the child's mother that is involved that could bring nonsense or drama into you know his relationship or marriage or whatever and maybe he wanted to keep it away from her because of that like and he should have known now if if that's the case each and he's got one like that he should have known he wasn't because that baby mama is going to eventually find you because she's already jealous you got a wife do you really think she was no 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 that's not real every baby mama is not jealous every baby no, mama I didn't say every okay that never crossed. every no, baby no, mama don't got if, a heart no no i said if it was like he said that he got the baby mama drama i didn't say everyone i didn't say every one of them were i just said i said each said that he may have had some baby mama drama over there Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to ask um, both of you lovely females a, a dear, deep-hearted question. I mean this so sincerely. <laughs> so, ladies, both of y'all have been married before, right? Did your husband know every single deepest, darkest secret that you had in your whole fucking life? Did he know it? Mine did. That's not real. That's <laughs> how y'all gonna tell me what I didn't tell no, my no, no, no. I didn't hide. I'm, I'm, I don't hide nothing. And see, Katie, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Like so every conversation that you may have had with Ebony or Shell, he knew about. Right. If it was a deep dark secret. No, yeah. no, no. You can't alter the con. You can't alter the question. Every conversation that you had with Ebony and Shell, he knew about. Every. Ever okay, well, number one, 
he wouldn't know nothing about me and Cheryl because me and Cheryl ain't never been as close as me and Ebony. But now me and Ebony, I mean, he, everything that Ebony knows about me as far as a deep, dark, something deep like that, trust me, my husband knew. The question I didn't hide anything from him. Every conversation that you and Ebony Not had, conversation, of course. I mean, you don't tell him everything. You don't tell him everything. and children are to two totally different things. He actually explained that. He was asking, when you were married, did your husband know everything? And you said yes. That's Katie. not real. Of course, he didn't know everything that come out of my mouth. I mean, I'm not going to go there and say, okay, take out the dictation book. This is what I said today. Da, da, da. Of course not. But anything. We all have secrets. It, right. We all yeah, have but you, but that you your mate doesn't know every, every detail of everything that goes on in your life. Right. So mm. you're saying that even if you're not coming in with deep, dark secrets, that I can see that now. That's just everyday conversation. That's just everyday living. As you nah, live and grow. I think what we're trying to say is we have to listen to the question in right. order to be able to answer the question legitimately because you don't mm -hmm. know what the question comes from that. What the question was, when you were married, did your husband know every detail hey. that involved you? No. Nope. No. no. Okay, it's not realistic. Right. Know so every that's detail of your child, but details <laughs> such as children, it uh, ain't. Uh, that don't equate to. But that. that's why we said. Hold on. That's why. Hold that's on. why we hold, said hold, that. Hold on, now, KD. It might feel that way for you. That don't mean that it feels that way for him. You might feel like if it's a child, this is something super. I I want to share this with my person. He might not feel that way. That's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to get and to. I, and I understand that. See, you're right. We we are each entitled to how we are going to receive any type of information or anything like that. And she's just she just wasn't the type that wanted to work on it. And like I said, we don't know what type of relationship they had beforehand. And who knows? Maybe they, have, maybe they will get back together. But her decision as this base right now is she wanted to leave him and we um, don't know why um no um last thing on this because i want to move on i just want to say shout out to the single women and good luck <laughs> y'all want to take this fucking road shout out to the fucking single women and fucking good luck <laughs> i'm gonna leave that one alone I'm oh boy oh boy I'm trying to be good <laughs> trying to be great today <laughs> <laughs> now yes you're doing great thank you thank you I'm learning <laughs> shout out great. <laughs> yeah. Some secrets, man. sarah look at sarah though sarah keeps keeps it real on a lot of different <laughs> no. don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing that's what i was taught sarah says she wrote Brenda said, I didn't tell everything either. I know. Okay. That's, that's what I said. They fucking, it be biased, fucking hypocritical shit. I'm not going to tell you anything. You ain't going to tell. Blair, you, you go on a girl's trip. You They go on a men's trip. We don't expect to know stuff like that. 
So we that's have not the what women we, to know, but a child, if you got that's, three that's, children, all right. So we have to, yeah, you that's, don't get to determine different. what it what it is that I should or shouldn't tell you. Right. Who are you? We have to you are right. I can't can determine that, but I can <laughs> determine how I receive it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just me. In question from the audience, and Melinda says, "My question is: Did she even ask him if he had children?" Right. Sometimes women did don't she even just assume no, that she didn't that have any. Because right. you can fill away if the question was answered untruthfully. Mm -hmm. Right? Now you, you you may feel a certain way if you, you asked, hey, babe, you got children? And he said, nah, shorty, I ain't got nothing. But then come to find out, he got three. Hmm. Then you could say, I can't trust you because you lied to my face or right. boom, boom, boom. But just not sharing information doesn't necessarily equate to being a lie. I'm good. Well, my mind going to see it the way it see it. We are. I don't care what the scenario yeah. I mean, I, I ain't mad with nobody for the way they take it. But what right. the, the way know. my mind would process No, no, no this is, is this is not KB is. You told me you didn't take the trash. You told me you took the trash out already. You fucking unfaithful motherfucker. <laughs> you, you fucking unfaithful motherfucker. You lied about taking out the trash, so you lied about everything. I would not. Trash. It was just more shit that we put in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> out last night. It's just that we filled this bitch up again. I, I would actually even take the trash out. I don't mind taking the trash out. So no, I would not. <laughs> that was a beautiful, interesting topic. Nobody got hurt in the in, in the discussion of that topic. Yeah, was everybody no crossfire. I got hurt. No, I got. You got hurt. hurt. How did you get hurt? My feelings is hurt. Are you me. going to resign? <laughs> no, I'm not going to resign. I'm not one of the. I'm not part of the soft generation. All right. <laughs> I'm not part. Of the as long as you're hurt, doesn't ever allow you to resign. You're good. Yeah, my, my feelings my feelings are hurt because y'all gotta stop, man. <laughs> y'all gotta oh, stop. Like, we I, don't, I don't like that biasness shit. Y'all gotta fucking stop, man. At some point, you gotta fucking stop. That's all I'm saying. We wouldn't be uncensored if we ain't win. So as you can see, we got full effect. We the four of us is back loving on each other, slapping each other around. And creating controversy and catastrophe, but we got another great segment for y'all, and y'all already know what this is. This is erotic zone with Ish. Ish, what's up, Ish? What's up? What's up, S Gang? What's up? Y'all ready? What up? What's going on? What's going on? So tonight, you guys, we will be discussing porn. Okay, party time. Mom, go to bed, mom. Porn. Mom, go to bed, mom. Where's the champagne at? So yes, if you got yes, if you got your wine, if you got your little libations, whatever it is, go grab it because we will be discussing porn, mm. the so pros and cons of it. If we like it, if we don't like it, is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Right? We're going to dive into this conversation tonight and just kind of, you know peel back some of the layers to porn about really what we think about it, really how we feel about it, right? Um, let's, go, let's go over some of the pros, y'all, right? The pros about porn. 
It can be sexually empowering and overall a normal and healthy expression of sexuality, right? It could be a relationship builder when used as a tool to like, you know, spice up your sex life, you know, keep it fun and fresh. Um, it can help you build healthy attitudes towards sexuality and your perceptions about sex. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Eve. Mm -hmm. Look at Nell. He's so happy. <laughs> He's smiling and shit. Ding, 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 ding. He's so fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, <Hello>. Nell. <laughs> um, yeah, it can help you, you know, build healthy attitudes and perceptions about sex, you know, because sometimes it can just be looked at as, you know, being nasty or, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, just evolving and, and seeing different things and knowing that it could, you know, add to a healthy sex life for you. Um, it can help you become comfortable in fantasies and things that you're thinking about that you may want to try that you're not even sure if you like, but seeing them and having that visual stimulation, you know, could help you tap into um, some things that you might not have even known that you liked or your partner for that matter, right? Um, you know, research says that a masturbation schedule makes us better lovers. It helps release stress. So porn helps with the visual stimulation during masturbation. Um, and so some people need it, some people don't need it, but it can help visually stimulate a masturbation session. Um, again, like I said, it is also a stress reliever. It can help with, you know, you know, mental health relieving a lot of stress. I can't, I can't get over Nell's happiness right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nell is all into it too, right? Um, yeah, and you know, it, it's a lot of pros um, that should be considered when thinking of porn, you know, but sometimes we think of or we hear right off the bat when people say, oh, porn, 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 they automatically go to the negative connotations about porn um, and just, you know, the, the horrible things or the detrimental things that sometimes can stem off of porn. So let's discuss some of the cons. Um, you know, with people stating that, you know, porn is, is not right, it's, it's not healthy, it's bad, it's nasty, you know, it's, def it's defiling. Um, you know, that leads people who may be intrigued by porn or may you know get off on porn it may lead them to have shameful thoughts which can lead to their stress and anxiety um and so you know it's taking something that could be helpful or or healthy in a way and making and putting a bad spin on it um it could form a social isolation if it is watched too too often um sometimes people then don't know how to really um, tap back into that human connection if, you know, they isolate themselves with porn all the time. Um, it could also cause false expectations of your human sexual encounters, meaning, you know, if you, you see in, um, you know, a chick and she got, got, 3,000, then you might expect your lady to be able to do that. And maybe physically she's not able to, or, you know, some of the tricks and splits and all the extra stuff, um, you know, there could be a false create, like you could falsely create um, expectations of your partner that is just not common. Um, 
And it could cause problems in your relationship if your uh, your partner or the other party is not into it. Um, it could cause a little friction, um, you know, in a relationship if one doesn't like it or not. So yeah, let's talk about it. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Each also it could cause problems if one of the parties is addicted is addicted to the right. Yes, and I did have that as well. Um, where did I have that at? Yep, yep. Oh. And I did, I did want to say certain videos or styles of porn could lead towards like negative aspects such as sexual violence, aggression, et cetera. So it's, it, it all depends on what you are taking in, you know what I mean? Um, and you kind of should steer away from those type of um, porn videos or whatever. And the addiction also can desensitize your sexual interactions being addicted to it. So let's dive into this conversation, y'all. Seriously, like um panel members give me your thoughts you like it you don't like it i'll say to each his own now being an author <clears throat> i have to look at it from time to time <clears throat> look being an author <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing that i venture in a lot but um i i have watched it before i mean i see nothing wrong if if that's what somebody want to do why why would you have something negative to say because that's their choice whether or not they want to watch it i mean like i say to to each his own right, i say have at it now whether or not you're going to try some of that shit on me what you see is a totally different story now don't come trying that you know you you watch all that what you want to watch but don't you come putting your damn handles around my neck or talking about you're going to put my hands around me or something don't come trying that shit on me. You watch it, but don't expect me to try everything you see. I I will be vent, you know, venturous and maybe try things that I feel comfortable with, but things that I'm not comfortable with, I'm not gonna even entertain it. So right. Katie, let me ask you a second, real quick, T, before you do. Let me ask you something, Katie. So you said that you wouldn't like um for him to not like impress upon you the upon you the things that he's seen that he wants to do but are you open to like a healthy discussion about what he likes and mm -hmm. and say okay can we give this a try are i am open very to open to that i am very okay. open to that okay very go ahead so. all right i wanted to stay in one of katie's points as some women katie some women do take offense to their man watching porn some women do feel like, why are you watching porn? You should be looking at me. And some women take that stance and they feel like that's disrespectful when their man is watching porn. Now so you are right because now when when I was younger, I remember getting mad because my ex was looking at porn and I felt offended because I felt like he wasn't attracted to me. I'm like, what, you need this in order to be attracted to me? So I, you, you're right, you know, when um i guess when you're not used to it or whatever you know you the mind can go that way the mind can go that way couldn't that be a case of um you wouldn't let him put his hands around your throat so he wanted to watch it on the porn oh hell no, no. you didn't put your hand like i say like like he say i am open to discussing what you saw and i am open to discussing of you telling me you know of us discussing whether or not it's something that we can try 
Because like I know, like I said, now I need to know, hands come, because my mind is going to go to you trying to kill me. Oh, <laughs> no. So guys, y'all like it? T, you like it? Now you like it? I'm not, I'm not porn daddy, but <laughs> I'm cool. It, it, it serves a purpose. I'm not porn daddy, but it serves a purpose. And I would rather create my own porn than to watch porn. Yeah, but it is serviceable. I'd rather see my chick and those. I'd rather see a video of my of my lady. Logging mm -hmm. into a, a site and, and watching somebody else. Cause then I can know, damn, that's mine. Let me jump in the car real quick. Or let me call her. Let me FaceTime or whatever. Can't get to it. Plus, that's stimulation that's mine, and it and heightens the mood a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, do y'all feel like you can utilize it in relationships? Whoa, 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 whoa! You can't ask a question and then not answer, <laughs> Miss Ish and Katie. <laughs> I did answer. You said no. The question was, do you like poor? Oh yeah, um, I do it, very much. It is susceptible, like I said, it is susceptible, and I I have looked at it. You know, I mean, I I don't disagree with it. All right, and like I said, to each his own, and I I have looked at it. Mm -hmm. up, so man? yeah, so do you guys feel like? So I know you said like Nell was saying he would rather you know interact with his significant other. Do you feel like porn can implement a little spice to a relationship, like watching it together? Not necessarily watching it alone, but how about watching it with your significant other? Is that like right. something something that you guys um, feel like can be helpful to spice it up, to spice up a session? I, feel, or? I, feel like I think it could. I feel like that depends on your partner because you might have a partner like, That'd be like, ew, turn it off. No, because like like I said, when when I felt offended, you know, and I expressed my feelings, then you, we we did talk. And I I actually gave it a try and we we would watch it together. All right, you Katie. So, so if I'm watching anal, are you watching it with me? I mean, I'll be watching it, but it ain't finna be no interaction with me. I I'll be telling you as we watching it. That's one of the shit you ain't gonna try with me. <laughs> so let me ask y'all something. Have you ever got a signature? Like, like, have you ever got a move or an action or something from a porno that you used in one of your sessions? Definitely. I want to try the upside down, John. Like, <laughs> now wanna, you've been talking about this for a good while. I yes, want you to try. I want to try the upside down on your shoulders with your shoulders on the ground, your head like on the I'm jump. boring in the uh, comments. I just want to let y'all know that. And your legs open, and I want to be like a scissor oh. top of your joint, going crazy. Like I want to try that. I, I sit down on the porno. It looks it looks super amazing. Mm -hmm. So so you got it. You got to when you gonna try it. You gotta try it. Are you are you are you saying it because visually you think like it would be something amazing or, or would you really try it if the opportunity presents itself? It's, it, I mean, again, like just like Katie, you say your partner got to be comfortable with it, right? And you don't want to put your you don't want to put your partner in a position to where they they're not comfortable with it, and then it's and then it's a mood killer, right? Or you're hurting them and they're not enjoying it because you could be enjoying it and they not 
And that shit like, oh, all right, well, that was cool for you, but that wasn't fly for me. Right. So, and it's like, oh, damn, like, here we go. You know what I mean? But it, you got to make it to the point where it's for both. Hold on. No, I got a question. I got a question. Hold on. So, ladies, if I'm watching girl on girl action, are y'all watching it with me? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Katie said no. You might, you straight. And you comfortable in your sexuality, but watching a girl on girl, she may know how to eat it better than he does. I don't even like guy on guy. I just don't. Oh, we're not like watching that. guy on guy. Nobody asked you about that. Oh, no, no, no. You want to oh. watch that? Why? Nobody asked you about that. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> guys, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't. Okay, the same way y'all feel about that. That's the way y'all feel about what I know. Girl maybe, girl. maybe she knows where the spots are on the woman's body. I don't. Okay, and maybe he know where the spots are. He don't know I the spots. Mean, it's just no, he he never, know. I'm saying guy on guy. No, he's never going to know that. Just take that well, out okay, your that's why I'm saying. Hey, broke back my no, I'm um, just saying this. <laughs> it's equating to that's the way y'all feel about seeing guy on guy that's the way i feel about seeing girl on girl mm -hmm. and i mean i are same set together i shout just out don't shout out like to the ladies that's gonna watch together. girl on girl man shout out to the girl said she girl <laughs> yeah i mean you can learn a lot from it and also that that ties into too sometimes when you're watching things that you wouldn't normally watch you know you can learn things or you can also you know discover things about yourself i know for me like, that's what happened like you know what i mean things that excited me or you know intrigued me and i was able to do that wow we got standard guys because we don't want to watch guy on guy what can i learn from that and what can i learn from watching girl on girl Girls know how to eat pussy, Katie. Uh, hell to the no. I don't know. Uh, men know how to do it better. Not all of them. No, they don't, uh, Katie. Well, well the ones I've experienced do. Well, I a lot of women, yeah, a lot of women say, especially women who've experienced oral from another woman, will say that a woman actually sometimes can do it better than a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And more power to them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. or, or she could be. Licking your breasts, your nipples more sensual than, and she's like, damn, like that right there is how you, how you caress a breast and don't, you ain't eating it up and you ain't biting the nipple all hard. It's you tender with it. Some certain things. I will experiment with my man and find him a spot. If I get the right man, he's gonna find it. Right. Good question. Um. Yeah. So I mean, listen. I want to know if, in fact, can I put a box around Katie's square that says PG uh, 11? <laughs> I just want to put a box around her square that says PG 11. That's pretty No, put a box around now that says strictly. Strictly. That's all. Anybody, anybody trying to put you with a woman with his ass? No, I'm just saying that that don't even excite me in any type of way to see female on female yeah, at cool. all so the other day i posted just like a a little thing on my instagram that basically says you know when you watch porn what are you putting in the search engine right and i got a lot of comments from guys 
right? I got a lot of comments from guys. I got some women that chimed in, you know, with the funnies, like, ha, ah, good question, or, you know, just a laugh or whatever. Um, but they didn't really, like, say, like, what they search or whatever the case may be. What was the main joint? What was the main joint? Pretty much big booty. What you mean? What was the main joint in the search engine? Right. Yeah. Some some people said cream cream pies. Some people said big booty mm-hmm. milfs. Spanish not, Spanish big booties. Oh, Tess said big that. booty hoes. Tess said so, his was big booty hoes. A question. Okay. I'm so glad you... Okay, question. T, what is your search engine? Just give oh, me your me. search engine. It, it's probably going to be... Uh, it, the main thing is probably going to be squirting. And then it's going to be cream pies. Then it's going to be ebony because y'all know I love my black ladies, you know. Now. I'm not done yet, Katie. Look oh, damn. <laughs> damn. he ain't searching good. Okay. And then, oh and then it's going to be like um, where, where the stepmom is taking advantage of the, of the, bo- of the boy, of the stepmom. <laughs> oh, my Go ahead, God. Go ahead, <laughs> One. One only black granny. You did. <laughs> Your ex, I tell you, you did. Your ex, I tell you, you did. Black girl, I cannot. I'm scared to even know. What about you? Big butt black grandma. Black grandma is the number one search. I Only search. You're not doing that. What about y'all? <laughs> Mine's is like ebony erotica. Like I like the sensual stuff. I like the erotic stuff. I like some of the dom stuff. Um, you know, like the spanking, the whipping, the choking, the chains, that kind of stuff. Um, Katie, Katie, is yours vanilla? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what have um I have searched um Bitcock? Okay. Ooh. Big cock. Mm-hmm. What are you white? <laughs> what are you white? Yeah, Karen, <laughs> <laughs> Karen, you gotta search long, big, black. I mean, yeah. uh, right? Um, I've I've searched that too. Um, F- LBD. Um, I've searched um BBC. Uh, yeah, but um, I I love to search the Eden part. Uh, I first met. This is wild for a motherfucker that was so banal and so oh 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 oh. You got so many engines going. At <laughs> huh? history- I am an author. Look, wait, wait. I am an author. When we going? When we stop? When we going to drop the spray and just be real? <laughs> it's cool. You a freak. You a freak. Okay. <laughs> so that? are you guys open to like, you know, whipping out a cell phone during a session and recording yourselves? I mean, it's it's kind of difficult to like set up a camera and do all of that, but how That's about you? Wait a minute. That's not difficult. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some people might feel a little awkward, like, eh, I'm not, it I don't your, it. It depends on your lady. If your lady not for it, then you ain't, you ain't disrespecting. It's like, oh. no, you just send her the fuck home. Get the new lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Somebody who down for it. Yeah, ass home. So y'all, <laughs> if my lady ain't for it, I ain't for it. Yeah, I get it. Like some and, people might not you know, necessarily couples, be into couples it. have done that. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Make our own. You got a sex mm-hmm. tape out there? 
<laughs> no, it's not out there. I made sure that sucker was destroyed. But you know, that was back in the day. So you know, we uh, out there. Nah, it's destroyed because it was for our use, our use only. So y'all was watching yourself, like you was. What you wanted to see the faces you was gonna make that you was making. Okay, I'm not gonna say what I was looking for now. Long as that been, I mean, <laughs> god dang. <laughs> it's a it's just something about watching yourself with your mate, seeing the passion between the two of you. So what's the limit, ladies? Like, what is too much for y'all? What? Too much what? Too much porn. What's too much? Too much porn. You mean for myself? I mean, I don't... Yeah, you go. I, I mean, it's nothing that I watch on a regular. Please. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it a couple times throughout the week. Um, and then, I'm on, yeah, and I'm on, this, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm doing it too because, like, sometimes, um, Research purposes, yeah, and then sometimes, you know, I'm really like wanting to well, and work or whatever. Well, he's yeah. watching it right now, That's I why <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> So yeah, you know, and it and it helps with the visual stimulation for me, like you know, during masturbation, etc. So, you know, I, I I say a couple times a week is good for me. Any any more than that is, you know, probably a, a bit much. So, would you feel offended if your man was watching porn more than y'all was having sex? I don't know if I would feel offended, but I would definitely, you know, feel like. Hmm, maybe it's some things that I need that I'm not doing. And then not even only that, you could be doing the some things to him and it just that's what he wants to do. That's what gets him off. Um, so I don't know if I would be offended, but we would definitely need to, you know, have some discussions about if he's addicted, you know, what is it? Is it am I lacking somewhere? What we what do we need to do to um zone in on our human interaction? So that you know you don't have to go to porn so often. So is there anything um that you wouldn't watch, Leash? Yeah, it's some shit that I'll um uh, <laughs> like, like listen, the fisting, I can't get with the fisting. Like it's just certain shit that is just totally wild. The midgets, I can't do yeah, the fit the fisting, the midgets. Like the big people with the midgets or the grown people that are very small, but the, the dick is like humongous, like shit like that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. Uh, All right. Let, let, us, know, let us know weird. in the chat. Uh, yeah. let, us know in the chat. let us know in the chat which categories are off limits for y'all. No, is there any category off limits for you? All of shit that's not black granny. <laughs> not black granny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool, oh my god how about you see what's what's off limits for you oh, i'm definitely not watching the dudes <laughs> i'm definitely not watching the dudes yeah cool. yeah I ain't so watching no everything else I, I i'll take a peek at everything else i'll take a peek all right what's up you switch the question no 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 i was just getting ready to say so i i know i like a lot of the guys like don't want to see another dude having sex with a woman. Like that's most of the porn that they steer away from. 
So, but what does it say about a man who who likes that? It doesn't necessarily I, mean that he's gay, right? Watching um, sex with women? No, yeah. dude on dude. Well, yeah, dude on dude. Dude on dude now. Oh, hell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not sexy. I knew y'all was going to say that. I just was wondering. It's just not sexy, man. Cool. Yeah, I turn away when I see a guy taking a shirt off in a movie. I that's the way I feel, guys. About a girl, girl on girl, girl. Is sexy. girl on girl is sexy, though. Kate, that's sexy to y'all. No, it's sexy to everybody. No, 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 no. I feel the exact same way that mm -hmm. y'all feel about watching man on man. That's the way I feel about yeah. girl on girl. Katie, and Katie. I so, do you think that it's more girls that would say? Girl on girl is sexy than guys saying guy on guy is sexy. Probably so. Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm right. sure. Mm -hmm. So who do y'all? There's plenty of them with it. I'm just not. What you say? Hell no, KD. What's up, Ish? Mm -mm. So who do you think watches porn more, men or women? Women. That's a, that's the wrong question. Um, the, the the real question is who watches more porn out of us four. <laughs> that's a real question. Oh, well, that's the question. I watch less. I, I, I watch the least. So we are. <laughs> Katie. Check her phone. Check her phone. That motherfucker loaded. Yeah, I think Katie. That's why Katie always have a computer. Yo, that's why Katie always have a computer. Now, I will say oh this. God. When I am in my writing mode, yeah. It would be full of it. I'm not going to even lie. But it, it, it's sad to say, I guess, you know, my sex life is just that boring that I have to go look at other people's sex lives to put scenes in to give me ideas. But now when, when I'm in writing mode, yeah, I'll be tearing it up. But you use it, you, you use it for your creative stimulation, right? Now, do you do you you use it for your creative stimulation so that you can you know write your stories and things like that? But do you no, partake in the physical? Yeah, I mean, some sometimes no. Sometimes I go what? in search of for my own creative. I mean, I hell, right. I'm a human too, you know. Mm -hmm. So some sometimes I do go in for for my own, you know, little special date night with myself. Mm -hmm. See, I used to would say that probably more men watch porn than women. But now, since y'all be on y'all little rose mission, I'm gonna give it to y'all. I'm gonna say, say y'all watch more porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I would rather have in person sex with a real person. Yeah. <laughs> well, they saying it's neck and neck. It's like neck and neck. Seventy percent mm. of men and seventy percent of women. So mm. they're saying it's like neck and neck. But I mean, you know, that all boils down to to a, it's a whole bunch of different things that can go into that like you know what i mean it, it that's just a general across the board but you know in our culture it might be more women doing it you know what i mean than mm. than men you know what yeah, I, mean? Especially I, know, I know it's definitely more white boys uh watching porn because they don't get pussy like that but we go ahead <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't know, especially with the influx of, um, you know, the, the toys and things like that. Like, I really feel like that, you know, women are probably going to surpass the men, um, especially women who need the visual simulation. Some women don't need it. Some women don't like it. Some women won't won't watch it. 
Hold on, Isha. I want to ask KD. So, KD, when you're enjoying your rose time, right? (laughs) (laughs) When you're enjoying your rose time, right? Do you need visual stimulation or are you just good with the rose? Oh, I'm just good with the rose because I use my own imagination. (laughs) Sometimes I'll I'll have visual, but most of the time I most of the time I don't need it. Not with the rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so see, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of the women sometimes don't even need porn to get jump started. Like they just go ahead and you know can get right to it. Or or like yeah, she said, because use, you know once, once you go to that point, hell, you want it anyway. So you know. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, all right. So what do you guys think about making a little something that is? of pornographic nature and sending it to your partner. Done and done. Men and women, like y'all sending to and receiving? Yes, or no, done just and receiving. Done and done. I'm, mainly, I'm mainly receiving, but I, I'll do it if requested. But done and done. Yeah, I'm doing it if, if requested. I ain't a fuck nigga that's just going short with a dick in your inbox. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't just going to drop it off for you. <laughs> your phone and see Nell's name in the dick pit next to it. That's kind of weird. Unless you and we on bobbing and you my chick. Showcase my joint. All right, hold on now. I want to ask the women, and I want to ask the women in the chat as well. Um, do y'all get turned on watching porn? Yeah, freaking the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that's for women, not you. <laughs> no, awesome. Yeah. No, not me. You know, yeah, they freaking no, talking about, about us. Yeah. Uh, you talk about us. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Like dumb turn. Yeah, dumb turn. Like dumb John, like a like a like a faucet type John turned right. on. Like right. can't contain yourself type turned on. Right, like. Like, send you it, send it, like, like they sending the drunk text right after that. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, baby. Right. Wait a minute. I, I thought you said watching porn. Oh, to my, from your, oh, from the mate. Ah, from no, the not from, no, not no. from the mate. Just See, if you just watch, get, just if you watching porn, and then you get turned on. So now you drunk text. Now you drunk texting your mate. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I'd be drunk texting. I mean, I would join in when you're sending it to me. I join in. But then if if I realize he's just drunk, well, I'm like, he ain't gonna remember it in the morning anyway. And don't need to be wasting my time. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't think you understand technology. It don't go away. So when he's sober up or he wakes up, he can enjoy it once he's in a, a cool, chill mind. Oh, no, no. Oh, I, I thought y'all said if um he sent me one and then he's drunk. No, okay, then. Okay, okay. I, I, I didn't understand the question. I'm sorry. Even if the nigga oh, drunk and he send you something, are you calling him like I'm on my way? Oh, no. I mean, or, I, or is I your next know. question going big? That, that depend on if it turn me on and if he's close enough. Yeah. But or, or is your question going be, Who was you thinking about? Oh no. <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all will kill a move in a second with a, one question. What you? You send me that. Right. 
to me that you're thinking of me so wait t hold your thought hold your thought do guys get turned on by watching porn or do you guys are you guys like so calculated and and just okay i'm going to just go ahead get it get it off and then be done or is it like a building turn on for you guys i get turned on by her 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 moans like it's going to be her moans and her movements or and or if she's a squirter or something like that that's the turn on part gotcha i'm so i'm so i'm so different this that that whole part don't it does it's okay but what turns me on is the visual aspect of what i see leading up to the sex part like the leggings i told you i'm a big i'm a big fanatic i'm more turned on by that than i am by a porn like a video like that right. my okay. mind my mind goes to a whole different place mm-hmm. So that's what, like, that shit right there. Yeah. Hold the me. fuck on. So the, the leggings are turning you on more than this girl squirting across the fucking room? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> turn, yo, that's like the fucking squirt across the room type drink. Yes. If she wow. walks past me and she doing housework, I'm turned on super, duper, trooper time. I see her walking up the street with him on. I, I'm turned on. Heavy. She sent me a picture. I, I'm turned on. Right, right, turn- right, right. No, that's because that's your chick. But I'm talking about just a chick in general. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> shut the hell up because you trying to get me. With your chick, you gonna feel that way. But that- Nails, I'm gonna <laughs> shut the hell up. Nails, I'm gonna shut the hell up because you trying to be a trouble. <laughs> I can't incriminate me. I will not be able to the leggings. I don't want to miss that. You know. <laughs> See, what was your question? Go ahead. What was your question? No, what but I get it. I get it. I'm I'm visually turned on by what visually turns me on. That the movies because we seen them so much as kids, and we found our parents' stash or our father's stash at an early age, so it's cool at this point. And now we know what it looks like, and we've been inside of it, and we've done all kind of crazy shit that we've seen on there. So it doesn't have the same impact on me as it did when I was a young person. My nigga. Her and those <laughs> major mountain moans. <laughs> and, and that squirt and cream pie action is a fucking different kind of thing. But for me, like, what me, you say over there? Black granny in a pair of leggings in the movie? I'm going bananas. Bananas. I can't. Yeah, that's definitely a fetish. Tyler said that's a fetish. That's definitely uh-huh, a fetish. That's a fetish for him. Uh-huh. That's, that's reality. My, my question was, at what age did you see your first part? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, mine was like, uh, mm. I'm going to say like 12. Yeah, I discovered, it with the, I discovered it in the closet with the gun. <laughs> to see that, talking yeah. about to actually see a porn or mm-hmm. a porn, a porn magazine, whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, well, a porn magazine. I was probably like 13, 14. You was married then. But, but in actual <laughs> movie, I was married at 16. But in actual movie, I was 16. Mm-hmm. I think I seen my first, my first movie at like 12. We discovered yeah, it around 12, 13. Yeah. When was the first time y'all met? I will never forget. I will never forget it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> 
I was probably like 10, man. I've been outside, man. What the fuck are I we was 36 doing? years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, y'all. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> well, I mean, 12 ain't that far behind, See, why, why but does 10, that you was our first me. off the porch. <laughs> why does that not surprise me? Yeah. <laughs> how old was you? 12. How old was you? 12. Tell my what, when, what? Oh, my God. She said she said what, 13 now. How old was you when you first masturbated? Oh, masturbated? Oh, about 13 when I started mm -hmm. looking at the little magazine. Yeah, I was like 30. Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you wasn't. I, I, my mama told me I if know, I... It, it did take me a while because I was... It did take me a while because I was smashing chicks, so I didn't need to. But, so it probably was like around 20 or something like that. Damn. Right, I okay. 30 when she first nasty. Y'all nasty. Okay. Sarah was six years old? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, you can't tell me you were six. <laughs> This is the number ride on for her tonight. Go to bed, Sarah. Night night time for Sarah's. Like, like, like She's gonna get us. Thank the Lord it was only sex cars. Thank the Lord it was only sex cars. You know. I feel like we're gonna get a call from Child Protective Services in like uh, like tomorrow. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no. As a kid, you definitely had to have the fucking pen. The, the what? Pen. The fucking pen. The pen that used to fuck like this. It was a pen. You could write with it, but it used to fuck. How? What? Oh, how? Remember that pen. What? There was a pen. That, there was a pen that had like a girl and a guy on it, and if you bent it like this, they would be fucking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Remember that pen? I, I do. I do. And and the pen that that you turn turn uh up upside down and to make the woman naked or something like that. Mm -hmm. I know this, what he's talking about. This motherfucker. This one. She on it's Sarah on one. What Sarah said in. That's why she good. That's why she good. Oh, when she jumped off the porch. <laughs> you got it. You know, my goodness. Um, no, I don't think I have any more questions. I mean, obviously, we could talk about this all night. This is one of those <laughs> conversations where, you know, it could just go on and on well. Um, but no, I don't have any more questions other than I don't really know if you guys told us how often you watch porn. Because I know Katie and I answered. Did you guys answer how often you watch porn? No. At my big age now, or just yeah, at, yeah, at your big age now. My big age. Right. At my big age now, I'm gonna say maybe once a week. Not too bad. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone now. Facts. Judgment-free zone here. Judgment-free zone. That's right. Probably once or twice a week. Is I, I I check it out, see what's going on, make sure everybody. Yeah. 
Make sure the community still alive and make sure everything good. Make sure all the live and die from. Who said they was watching Pinky in the chat? Somebody said they was watching Pinky. Who is Rhonda? I never watched Pinky. Who, who is Pinky? Pinky is Katie. Bye, Katie. Bye, Katie. Bye, Katie. See you next Sunday. See you next Sunday. Bye, Katie. <laughs> Pinky is I don't know Pinky. She's only she like the Pinky most or Pinky. And Del Rio. Vanessa Del Rio was the first the first porn that I've ever that I ever seen at 12. It was of Vanessa Del Rio. My first, and I will never forget it. <laughs> mine was so I got caught one night. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I was about 14, 15 years old. And you remember how you had the chipped up cable boxes that your parents yeah, were I'm about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm downstairs on the couch. My mom on a lounge chair. She knocked out, fell asleep. Nigga, you I was wild. My channel 98. <laughs> my mom asleep right there. 97 and 99 was the point. She was upstairs and I muted the TV. I, I muted it. laying right she here. Right next to me. <laughs> she laying right next to me. He was gone. And I'm watching it. And I'm watching her as I'm watching. Like I'm looking, making sure. She woke up and I tried to turn, but I couldn't turn. And left it on the TV. I was like, "Mom, you need me to get you anything out the kitchen?" So she went see what she she's seen it. Um, shout out to all, all you the was ladies. asking for that one, Neil, to do we'll it with her right now. You knew she was gonna if wait for go, oh If y'all go on any porn site in uh, the National Geographic history of porn and type in Pinky, then you will see who Pinky is. She's yeah. an icon in the black community. Uh, she's like the greatest porn star in the black super community. Yeah. But she was fat to me, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah. She got bigger over. Yeah, she got yeah, bigger yeah. over the years too. So, it's but she had the, the signature pink hair. Yeah, Pinky oh. is for being a freak. Pinky, yeah, freak. uh, big booty Judy, Vanessa Del Rio, yeah, all it, mm -hmm. the Marcus and all them, the bank mm -hmm. that is all them, yeah. And and some of you ladies might need to check out Superhead and Mr. Marcus so y'all can get a few uh pointers. Mm -hmm. Like Meryl mm -hmm. saying, Superhead was her teacher. Some of you ladies might need to do look into that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On one tonight. Oh my god, he definitely was going to work. The shit that oh, you and y'all critique me. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Superhead. Oh, crazy. Superhead was her teacher. What? <laughs> Listen. She a bad motherfucker. That was That's what I was about to now, say. I don't know any of the stars of them, so I don't know who y'all talking about. Oh, but, crazy. Like, you don't know Pinky or Superhead. Can we get, exclude her out of this segment? <laughs> okay, I just don't know the name of stars. You know that hell. I don't even know it the is. name of us. Superhead is. Superhead is also an author, you know? Pinky mm -hmm. <laughs> like, is yeah, they got both. Oh, okay. A big time author. Big time author. Big time author. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Karen Stephan has her name. Of a porn. Who? Her name is Karen Stephan. Oh, okay. Married. What was the guy from um Family Matters? Eddie Winslow. She married Eddie Winslow. Eddie Winslow. Drove his ass nuts. Had a relationship with Little uh, Wayne. Little Wayne. Little Remember, she Wayne. was married. She was leaving her husband and the kids in the house. To go fuck with Wayne. Go fuck with Wayne. And, and, and wow. he, he was like, 
All right. My bad that y'all don't know who uh, Superhead is. Oh, the husband knew about it? Yeah. Uh-huh. She was bringing home the bags. Wow. No, she Superhead. What the fuck? Huh? <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. She was bringing the big bags home, and now she's superhead. Super Are you going to say no? Don't come home and give me the superhead. Fuck no. Yeah, give me the superhead. Give me the superhead. Give me the superhead. Oh, I need a shirt. Come on, give me the superhead. So, with her doing it to anybody else. She is super that he knew about it, he was supportive of his wife. He knew what he got himself into. Yeah. He's not a serial killer like you, Katie. I'm not leaving shorty. She got the super head. Ah! <laughs> yeah, so guys, listen, porn is. Dive into it a little bit. So, what would you tell the masses? Would you tell the? I seen this on a movie, right? I seen this on the Wolf of Wall Street, and he told the guy the best way to survive in life is to to masturbate twice a day. Do you recommend masturbation? Because they say masturbation, masturbation, blah, blah, blah. masturbation cleanses the soul, gets you out of moods, mm-hmm. good for your urethra. All that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Everybody should have a masturbation schedule. And it doesn't have to be a schedule because, you know, it's going to hit you at different times. You know what I mean? Uh, When you're feeling um, sexually aroused or or you want to feel sexually aroused. But you should definitely implement uh, masturbation into your schedule. Now, maybe two times a day might be a bit much for some people. And two times a day might not be enough for some people. I think you got to find a healthy medium that fits you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Because you don't want to be over excessive with it because again, it it, kind of takes away from um, it. It can get you to a point where it takes away from your human interaction and your human connection. And it can desensitize you, especially the women. You know what I mean? Because most of the toys focus on clitoral stimulation, um, and I know most women gravitate more towards vibrators and clitoral stimulators than they do actual dildos. So you have to be mindful of those things as well because overuse of those clitoral stimulation stimulators that are not used properly. And when I mean properly, I mean um, conduction, like putting lube on in between it and not just placing the vibrator directly on your clitoral, you know, area without any lubricant, it can desensitize your clitoris. So, you know, a healthy schedule, proper um, masturbation is good as much as you can get it in. I got a question. Um, It's for the ladies. So you can sit this one out now. Um, Is there a limit on, how many orgasms y'all can have? Like how we get drained, is that a thing with y'all? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to say that yes, there is a threshold and there is a limit for a woman, but it is very high. It is very high, and it is well. And I will have to do some research on that to know exactly, like the the stats on that. But I will say it's it's higher than a man. So if a man could 
like in a day. Let's just say a man could come eight times. A woman can double that easy and be looking at you like, what's up? What you doing? Damn, you know, 16 times, you ain't, <laughs> you ain't good. <laughs> and I use that as a, I'm saying double, but you you know what I'm saying? Like it can, it can literally be double to a man's threshold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I made you come 16 times and you ain't good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, woman, a woman, depending on her age too, has a higher sex drive than a man as well. So... Bullshit. So you think so you're saying that women, no matter what their age, never has a high sex drive? No, I'm saying that out of the women that I know, the younger ones had a higher sex drive. Out of the women that I know, you only know old women, nigga. You only fucking count in this discussion. <laughs> They shits, is, they shits is on point, though. They but that's point. what I was getting ready to say. Now, maybe you can chime in a little bit. Like, the older women that you dealt with, were their sex drive is higher? She cannot yeah, they, chime in because he doesn't have experience with the younger women. You can't chime in. Right. <laughs> but you don't know the older women then. Yes, the fuck I do, Katie. I know oh, older women. Okay. You got me fucked up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, see, I that's what I'm correct. saying. Look, maybe I stand corrected. <laughs> Maybe tease, you know, maybe you didn't find that a woman in that age prime where her sex drive is through the roof. So that's why you're saying, you know, the younger women typically have higher sex drives than the older women. Because listen, there is there is a point in time in a woman's um evolution that her sex drive is through the roof. And she is of older stature and not necessarily of younger. It's higher than when she was younger. I mean, so I guess it just really all depends. Mm-hmm. She's growing so, up. Huh? You see my phone? You see my phone? Uh-huh. Let me give her my number. Okay. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm like, yeah, I see your phone. I see your phone. What, what's up with it? Like, I thought she was going to say... It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. But no, seriously though. It's crazy shit, right? Like, seriously though, find find a healthy, happy medium for you and for your partner. Whether it's masturbation, whether it's intaking of uh, pornography, whatever. It is to make you happy, to release some stress, to get some shit off, to learn some new things, to be sexually in tune with yourself and with your partner. Do it. No, no. Since you've been with these old ladies, right? I don't mean to word it. I don't mean to word it like that, but that's how I got to word it. Since you've been with these old ladies, right? Um, let me see how I can say this. Let me eat my gummy bears because this man is trying. <laughs> Are these old ladies agile enough <laughs> to do you know some of these things? 
at the end of the day, they're still women. Like, like you see that upside down. Listen, hold on. You see that upside down shit you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. You might throw somebody hip out. <laughs> they they hold the shit the whole You might throw somebody you got a hip party. out. That's what I'm saying. That's why we enrolled them in Medicare. <laughs> That's medical attention. But in the moment, they it, it, in the moment they they responding. Okay. Well, don't call me when you're at the hospital. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not coming. I'm going to be like, no, I did not tell you to do that there. Thanks. Again, too, you know, it's all, again, you got to make sure your partner is into that shit. Yeah. Because you could you could try to perform something on it and they can, they could start screaming, like, or get a, get upset and say, nah, this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Be cognizant. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just make it work. Are you talking about are they agile enough? We don't broke a heel. <laughs> but then too, they can't. They can't. They can't. They, they 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 like look, no, they no, no. They don't got the magnes no more at that age. The jaws don't go. Magnes at that age. Listen, I got the magnes anymore, but them jaws don't go nowhere. They, that shit. But but look at each look at each right now. She like I got about four or five of them strokes. <laughs> then I got to sit down. Hey, listen, 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 listen. I'm not going to speak on that, but I will say it's not quite that bad just yet. But hey, <laughs> if you bad. make those four or five strokes, not, uh, if you make those four or five strokes memorable while you up there, shit, I'll put you back over on your back and let you lay there and get your and get your life together. And, you know, whatever. Listen, I ain't coming to the hospital. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fine was comfortable. Fine was safe. <laughs> so that you That's don't right. be in the hospital at the end of the session. Exactly. Okay. And besides, he um you you know what your partner is capable of doing. No, this is what I'm saying, KD. They be talking shit like they capable of it, but when that shit pop out of the fucking place and now you at the hospital all fucking night, I don't got time for that shit. Now that can happen with the young ones too. That's what I was about to say. Too hard. Yeah. That can that happen. happen with the young one too. That can happen, and I've been there. All I'm saying is it's more likely. <laughs> that, that fucking old lady will break down <laughs> when you try to do the, the scissor pretzel jaw. She ain't, that ain't gonna work. Like, that ain't gonna work. I can't. I can't. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious, guys. So, great conversation tonight, guys. Great conversation tonight. Just make sure that you, you know, Find some healthy, healthy ways to relieve some stress, whatever that may be. So important. And remember, practice safe sex is vital. Mm-hmm. Safe sex and healthy sex is vital to the everlasting life of, of, of your sex life. Mm-hmm. See, they they the the they eating you up in the comments, man. Don't be so sure about that, T. They said they were wearing your ass out. Oh, oh, no, they ain't. They camping. They camping. I ain't worried about them. They camping because they can't fucking last. They they camping. I'm telling you. I promise you. I will put all the old ladies down. (laughs) I promise you. They camping. Y'all cannot fucking hang. So y'all can sit in the fucking chat and camp while y'all want. I fucking know it. 
Oh, well, maybe, maybe you just feel like they can't hang with what you have. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel fucking great tonight. I am not public number one for a change. Thank you, T. I think someone lighter off you now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I could live to see another week. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, how about their their Eagles? Who? Oh, the green team. Excuse me. <laughs> the green. You proud of that? You proud of what happened? I'm today? proud. I'm proud. Even a win is a win. It was a tough, ugly <laughs> win. I got a last second. Y'all got a last second win off a team that's, that's, that's right. not even a real team at this point. <laughs> You're proud of that. You know? Yes. You know why? You know what it shows? Perseverance. Let's go. Eagles. Let's go. So that means we are in going. Y'all got the easiest fucking schedule second. I've ever seen in my life, but I'm let y'all rock. <laughs> go ahead now. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for you know getting to this point of the show. Let's get right into it. We got 60 seconds of fun. So the Falcons beat the Bears to end the Bears winning streak at two games. The Falcons sit at the top. Of the AF in the NFC South with a five and six record, beating the Bears 27-24. The Buffalo Bills um with the game with a home game actually on the road in Detroit this week because of six feet of snow that the Buffalo area got, beat the Browns 31-23. As each so affectionately called them the green team, the Philadelphia Eagles improved to nine and one with the win over the Colts, beating them 17-16 in the waning seconds of the game. What did you call them? The Cooks? Four. Did you call them the Cooks? To improve their record. No, no. did you call them the Cooks? The Cooks. I got a down south swag, so you already know how it's going to Anyway, oh, hold on. Well, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Because I see some slander going on in the chat. Slander. <laughs> hold on. Don't think because I've been shooting like. Let me make this perfectly um, clear and, you know, pronounce my words right and all of these things. Ladies, I don't give a fuck about a nympho or whatever, whoever. I have yet in my 40 plus years of life seen a woman take me down. So good luck. <laughs> Go ahead. <now>. Good luck. <laughs> How can I follow that? What the fuck? <laughs> We're going to try. <laughs> the Patriots, Helen's team, uh, won today 10-3, to beat the Jets. Um, Saints beat the Rams. The Lions beat the Giants. The Raiders beat the Broncos. And in tonight's game, the Chiefs beat the Chargers 30-27. And them boys, the Cowboys, that is beat up on a very, very, very good Minnesota Vikings teams and beat them 40 to 3. So that's, that's the um scores in and around the NFL. Also, I want to use this segment right here, going in 60 seconds, to answer a question um by one of our people in the audience, Tara. She asks, and this goes along with the five-part series that we're going to do in regards to financial literacy. And I wanted to answer this in this segment. And she said, what is the difference 
between an LLC and a trademark. The difference between an LLC and a trademark, and the short answer is the level of protection that they can provide. And in the case of an LLC, your business name is only guarded within state lines after you register. You cannot press charges against brands using the same title if they are based in different states. That's to do with an LLC. Now, the trademark protection law ensures local protection from the moment you start using it in commerce as per common law rights. You can also file for state or federal registration, legitimizing your ownership over the company's name's future. Here's a breakdown of the three types of trademark registrations. There are state registrations. Much like an LLC, your trademark name is protected in the state of your registration. You also have federal reg reg registrations. Excuse me. You acquire federal protection, which means that you can prosecute any individual or organization that infringes on your trademark within U.S. territories. And then you also have international reg registrations. And these protect trademarks outside of the United States. Currently, I'm serving 124 countries that have signed that treaty. Another perk of owning a registered trademark is the ability to stop counterfeit goods from entering the United States. For an example, you may have trademarked, um, we may have trademarked uncensored minds, right? We have a t-shirt. Now, China, which is not a part of the United States, it's its own country, decides, somebody over there decides to create their own shirt that's uncensored minds. Same logo, same layout, same everything. If we have a trademark, which I know we do because we're smart, then that company that's trying to ship over here, it will get blocked by customs, right? So that's a way of how a trademark will work in safeguarding your goods, all right? Forwarding your registration certificate, and by doing that, you counterfeit goods from entering the United States. By forwarding your registration certificates to the United States Customs and Border Protection, and they will intercept the imposter. Should you register a trademark or LLC first, it's best to start both procedures simultaneously and prevent competing brands from stealing your ideas. Keep in mind that unlike LLCs, trademark registrations have an expiration date. You will have to maintain your trademark by applying for renewal once every 10 years. So hopefully that has answered your question in regards to what is the difference between LLC and trademark, All right? Outside of that, make sure you catch us at Wednesdays at 8 p.m. for TaylorMade Kicks, also game seven. Um, they were chugging on along next week. Um, if, if I'm, my, my memory is certainly correct, they will be highlighting the top five point guards yes. on the show coming up. Mm -hmm. It's a real big deal because we have a lot of important people who could fall in that one through five category based upon who you like or who you yeah. deem as being legit. And then you got us again on eight, nine o'clock on Sundays for our Uncensored Minds. Now, this Thursday is a very special day in and around us all. We celebrate Thanksgiving on this day, but we also will have a Game 7 show. Some people are like, what, is it coming on because it's Thanksgiving? Are they going to be here? What does that look like? We're going to have a fun-filled day of football, eating, and also game seven. So the crew decided that they will take time out of their busy schedules to make sure we educate you on everything that is in and around the NBA. Hopefully, we'll see y'all all there. 
Wednesday at 8 for Telemade Kicks, 7 p.m. on Thursday for Game 7, and again, the four of us here at 9 or so o'clock on Sunday for Uncensored Minds. Again, let's go on to 60 seconds. Shout out. I do have, look, no, no. I do have something to say to you ladies, but I'm going to let y'all rock. I'm going to let y'all be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, we was quiet. He's not going to let that rest. Y'all done stirred this man up. Y'all should have. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> this is not the fun. play with somebody's face, man. What, play with right. so, thumb in your mouth in the corner. Play with somebody's safe, man. <laughs> they know each half of them can barely make it around a block. Play with somebody's safe, man. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Please coming for the artist. He need to stop. <laughs> I know they eat. see. I I can't even see the comments. Oh my god, but I see it's three three hundred and ninety six. Some somebody don't put some cussing on UT. <laughs> also, as you start at the beginning, of this, let's also remember to keep the Robinson family in our prayers. They laid their their daughter to rest Friday, um, and they're still dealing with this ongoing tragedy as they try to find answers for the death of their daughter, Shakola Robinson. So, our heartfelt prayers go out to the Robinson family. I also, our prayers go out tonight for one of our very own. And we always have to announce this, but Barb, she normally is here on Sunday nights and around. She lost a family member tonight. We want to keep mm. her and family mm. in prayers. Um, unfortunately, mm. one of her younger nephews um, was killed tragically. So let's mm. keep them in our prayers as Where they mourn, mm. go through this process, this grieving process together. And anybody else out there that's going through anything, our condolences are with you. Our prayers are with you. And, our, you know, we have your back. So thanks again for supporting us here at Uncensored Minds. From the four of us, back again. Back again. Katie, what you looking Katie. at over there? <laughs> She's probably looking at her <laughs> trying to turn it at the end of the night. I'm so, I was I was putting put something in the comments for Barb. I'm sorry. Hey, you put it in the private chat. Nobody can see that. Right. That's looking like it is us. This is y'all talking about. Y'all think y'all can hang with this kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he deducts points oh, for every hate. little thing that we do. We are like negative 250 right now. Are they down 250? Yeah, yeah we down like 250, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yo, y'all have a for joining us tonight hopefully y'all had a great experience to anybody that's new that's watching this thank y'all for taking time out of your schedules to be here with us come back share like comment purchase the merch hold on no i want to say i'm proud of you no i'm big proud of you tonight you did good you didn't lose your shit I'm big proud of you tonight. Now. <laughs> I, think the, I think the sessions are starting to pay off. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good shit. Good shit.
I took yeah, a sure. volume, so let's I'm get out of here before it happens. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Y'all See y'all next Sunday. Sunday.